right, so this is Show Me Yours with Tim and Brian this week, and we are talking about a TV show called Chuck. But before we get into that, uh, there was recently an episode uh, or a movie released on Netflix. There's also a CBC podcast about Gerald Cotton. And uh, I want to show you how close, Brian, I was to being famous because I actually got it wrong. This bag of dicks down here, which you probably can't see because I'm... There we go. Uh, up a little. Up. Up. That's me. No, no. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you were pretty close. <laughs> this motherfucker. I was... Yeah, this cock, this is the fucker that got in and I was blurred out. I thought it was me. God damn it. I almost made it to Netflix. You couldn't see my face. It would have been blurred out. But uh, one of my classmates... Uh, uh, defrauded people of hundreds of millions of dollars and mysteriously died in India. But, uh, yeah, I almost made it onto Netflix. I think that's the key takeaway to this. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Gerald Cotton. Fuck Piece him. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my God. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> He, he didn't even yeah. have the good grace to be Gerald Catton or something like that, so it could have been my face next to his. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. What it, a scumbag. What a fucking scumbag. The CBC, at least, uh, you know, they had a little bit of a square around it, so at least my face made it onto the CBC, but uh, they've taken some lumps in a previous episode, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for my show me yours, I brought Brian an episode, a pilot episode of one of my favorite TV series. Uh, it's called Chuck and basic premise is a go where no go nowhere guy gets a super computer placed inside of his brain and he has to help the CIA and NSA stop terrorist attack. It's a monster of the week show. It's pretty bubble gum. And uh, it's kind of of a time with the graphics and stuff, but uh, <sighs> I like it. It's a little sitcom-y. It's a little uh, adventure. Like, uh, did you ever watch Relic Hunter back in the day? I did not, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't want to say <laughs> Xena, but like, <laughs> it's a little bit after that. But uh, yeah, man, what did you, you think of uh, Chuck? So I actually watched the first and second episode. Because uh, I don't judge episode, I don't like judging a show based off just the pilot. Mm -hmm. I feel like pilots are usually not accurate representations of how the show is after they hire a couple more writers on board and they workshop the rest of a season. Uh, You usually see a few episodes in. So I'm actually going to watch a few more because I thought it was, it's an interesting premise. it, it does have a little, not quite sitcom feel, but a little bit with, like, his dynamic with his friend, um, Morgan. Yeah. I I am a little bit curious where it goes. Uh, I like the, I like the premise, though. I like the idea of, like, basically it's a computer geek who now has in his head a ridiculous amount of government secrets that he doesn't even know how to deal with. And it's kind of just taking him and his life through the ringer. Yeah. (laughs) So 
Yeah. Well, and I'm not going to ruin anything for the show going forward, but I think it's pretty obvious from the first two episodes. Like, it kind of, as much as he may hate it, this is the best thing that could have ever happened to him. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. otherwise he would have yeah. just kept working in the uh, the nerd herd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, we get the best of the Baldwins in this uh, show as well, Adam. Oh, Adam Baldwin. Woo! <laughs> hey, man, as a geek, he showed up in Firefly, knocks it out of the park. Here, he's fantastic as, like, Casey, the hard case. But, um, yeah, you, I think you get a really wonderful cast of characters. There's a Rush episode uh, that comes up, I think, in season three. Uh, that's really, really good. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's hard to describe why I like the show so much, but it, we had been talking about music, which made me think of this and especially in the pilot episode, but throughout the series, this is the only TV show that has ever driven me to YouTube to check out the music. Uh, the shins, a comet appears. I love that song. I, I, I don't know if it was just perfectly used or. The, the shins uh my wife introduced me to the shins because uh, they are definitely an indie band uh-huh. <laughs> <And> my <laughs> wife is a my wife especially back when i met her like she she was living she was living in like a apartment in chinatown in toronto like recently graduated she was definitely all over that indie scene right That's so awesome. yeah the shins uh i think um you know, people know new slang and stuff like that, but the the I think like they have a lot of good music. A comet appears is a really good song, yeah. And uh, and I really like simple song as well. If uh, if you've never if you don't know the shin, take a listen to simple song. Uh, I'm just gonna Google season one Chuck soundtrack, uh, because that's it's uh. I've listened, actually, it's one of my go-to for uh, if I'm going to just put on background music is just YouTube playlist uh, Chuck uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. But Cobra Style, the teddy bears featuring Mad Cobra, uh, Put Your Money Away by Jet, Comet Appears, Cell Phone's Dead by Beck, uh, See the World, Gomez. There's a lot of music on uh in the series, like the first time I ever heard uh, Bonnie Vare's Skinny Lover was uh, like a pivotal point in the story, which I thought played out really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, definitely a, whoever, whoever is choosing the music. That's one thing I agree with. Like, I was like, oh man, it's Beck, but it's also like a very random Beck song cell phone's dead um a little little on the nose but uh (laughs) (laughs) Um. i i really i really like the soundtrack as well i think that's one thing that i hadn't even really thought of until you brought it up but like yeah solid soundtrack a lot of Um, mm -hmm. Um. so i'll be listening to i'll be actively listening a little bit more plus I, I love the Zork reference. I think it's great. 
Isn't that awesome? Uh, yeah. To uncover the uh, the the email sent to him by an old college rival, uh, he had to uh, do a text based uh, entry and remember what was in his bag of holding, essentially from <laughs> from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely hilarious. I, I thought that was a great callback. Um, the acting is not great. <laughs> not great. I, no. I wouldn't expect it to be great acting. Some of it's better than others, but like the, what was especially horrible was not only is Morgan uh, Joshua Gomez horrible, <laughs> and all uh, Joshua Gomez's IMD picture looks like he's like a member of Theory of a Dead Man or something. Yes. Like I, <laughs> I have that shit right in front of me right now. He's got like a thin goatee. <laughs> oh he's kind of looking down. He's got puppy dog eyes with like spiked up hair in the middle. <laughs> it's just, uh, um, and also like it's sometimes you forget like because of who he is and how he is in the, at least these first few episodes. But this is Zachary Levi. And That's you're what like, I was gonna oh, say. Shit. <laughs> like Zachary Levi becomes like Hollywood badass kind of hunk. Like, and you look back then, it's like, damn. Like, if Zachary Levi was British, I think uh, I think a lot of people would immediately have thought he could be Newbot. <laughs> I legitimately like he has that he has that look to him, right? Um. But he's not. <laughs> I... And then he went and did Shazam, obviously, and that changed things. But like pre Shazam, Zachary Levi, but like he, he was had knockoff Jim from The Office, right? Like that's why they cast him in this. I've always thought yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then his sister, the, the Sarah Lancaster. Sarah Lancaster. I had yeah. a little bit of a crush on her the first time I watched this show. Just because she's so sweet and cool. Yeah, she's she's a horrible actress. Oh, she's but, terrible. <laughs> uh, but she is she is very sweet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so like getting past them and thank the Lord those are the minor roles. Like, uh, and I don't once again ex- watching something like this. I'm watching it because it's action. It's got some lighthearted comedy to it. Uh, it's entertaining enough. Um, is this going to be something like, uh, so I recently picked up billions, uh, and started watching billions and like billions, like has captivated, like I can't (laughs) turn away, but this, uh, I feel like it's like an on again, off again. And like some episodes I may watch like intently others, I may, I may do other things, but Overall, I'd say it's a pretty solid show so far and entertaining enough that I want to continue with it. So great uh, recommendation. Thank you. I, I'm glad you liked it. I wasn't sure if this would be uh, your cup of tea, but uh, it just... I, I can't even describe why I like it. There are some filler episodes throughout, but uh, like I said, the Rush episode is absolutely amazing and cool. The... You actually like, I think the reason that I'm always looking for a show is character development and interpersonal relationships. So you start to care about the fact that they care about each other and whether or not the acting's good. There's at least enough chemistry, like they don't hate each other. So you get excited for when people are in the room. 
and then just mm. dumb stuff like um uh Jeffster uh two of like the background characters start a band and they just keep appearing places <laughs> like putting out parody music which is fucking great <laughs> nice yeah uh <clears throat> I try to think if there's much more to to talk about with Chuck. Um, it it does. It, I like the. I also. I will. Uh, I do like the kind of like mistrust of government agencies that it's starting to like show. Like the whole like, well, do the does the NSA really have my best interests at heart? Does the CIA really have my best interests at heart? <laughs> Like, I, I I do like that. I always like a good like mistrust of government. Uh, I almost like it when it's done like in a comedic way, as opposed to just like a you know like a Snowden level way. <laughs> well, in in a, in a very distinct difference from any other spy shows that we've seen, where like he's being treated like an asset. He's smart enough to know that he's the asset. And like, you've got two different agencies vying for his attention as opposed to, you know, where you get to see the spies just be the hero. You see an NSA agent openly talk about killing him and his family for the country. And he's like, yeah, I'll see fine at night. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the, the female lead, I recognize her from Handmaid's Tale. I never even watch Handmaid's Tale, but my wife does. Okay. Um, and I think she's a pretty solid actress. <clears throat> she's Australian as well. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, she's Australian. But uh, could not guess it based off the show. <laughs> right? But... <laughs> Uh yeah, she's a, she's a great actress. The the commitment to uh the independent music goes on quite a ways, but he, just a dumb thing. I don't think this will ruin anything for you, but there's a point where they have to pretend to be spending the night together. So he's like setting it all up and he's like, "Uh could you just stay in the room for the first uh side of Arcade Fire's blah 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 album?" <laughs> like yeah i don't know it just made me smile like dropping arcade fire as being like that's the cool thing to do for your sex tape <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see if we can find some one star reviews one star i recently bought a funeral the Arcade Fire's debut album for my wife on vinyl, by the way. <laughs> Once again, she I met her when she was a hipster, and obviously Arcade Fire, oh my <laughs> god. They were it for her. <laughs> so, uh, You have spoken about how keeping your wife into all of the avocados is putting you into the poorhouse. I, I feel for you <laughs> and your hipster wife. <clears throat> Um, yeah, let's find Chuck Poor reviews. Let's see what people say that are, that's negative. Oh, oh, oh. Can I click on this? Can I click on this? Rotten Tomatoes, audience review, filter by one star. 
oh, no one actually wrote a one-star review. The one-star people didn't take time to write a review. Wow. Nor did the two-star people on the audience readings on Rotten Tomatoes. Three stars is the lowest we go where people actually uh, say something, and it's not great. So far, it's... Well, I watched it when it was on TV. What can I say? The show was a farce because it was a farce. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stick to the Discovery Channel, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty goddamn impressive. Yeah. Um, lots of people Lots of people just uh, in the threes say that it kind of fell off towards the end. Yeah. Um. Then there's someone that says the series is one of the worst background music scores ever, especially in the first two seasons. <laughs> Same string tone over and over again. Producers really should have spent more on music that could have done more justice on this. It's like maybe the score and even notice the score really, but the no. soundtrack seems pretty solid. Well, they took all the money from uh, hiring good actors and put it into the soundtrack, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of five stars. Lots and lots of five stars. Especially the first two seasons. There, there is a definite fall off uh, as it continues on and they try to do filler episodes and, you know, they go retread old areas. But uh, I, I hope that I'm so glad that you've enjoyed Chuck and uh, hopefully people that are listening have also enjoyed Chuck and could uh, reach out and message us. Um, Please do. Damn, I should add a little more prep. I wasn't, I'm not sure how this is going to go, but uh, I guess we covered pretty much everything we can from two episodes. And that's the thing. I, I was like two episodes and also like, I like, I, you, you picked, I gave you three options that I know like a stupid amount about yeah. the artist and the background info and everything. Right. So like I could do, I could have my own podcast, not an episode, like an actual just podcast about Mac Miller, <laughs> like a podcast about the Foo Fighters, right? So, like, yeah. it, it's kind of unfair from for me doing that to you because obviously, like, <laughs> I know it at such a deep level. Yeah. Right, but. I think this is still like a worthwhile format and hopefully I think so too. I'm, I'm going to definitely try to do a little bit more research, but I'm fucking, it's, it's a lot of fun to just see you go off and like getting exposed to different stuff is, is always been what this mm-hmm. is about. Like that's, that was cool. You know, a shit ton, a couple of times I saw your eyes dart to the, the screen, but 90% yeah. of that was just off the top of the dome. eh? Yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> it is uh, for all the stuff that I know that we talk about. There's a lot of stuff that just goes in and out. <laughs> there's a lot of critical information that I just don't like. I just let go through <laughs> because I got to remember lyrics to this Macklemore song from 2012. <laughs> I'm a level two wastewater operator. I operated a million dollar facility as like one of the lead operators. I can't tell you anything about uh, fucking wastewater anymore, but I can tell you about certain planets in the Star Wars universe, uh, where different starships (laughs) were manufactured. I can tell you about different alien races. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta retain what's important, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Oh man, that was good though. I like honestly, and this was super easy for me because it just fit into my like every, like my every day. Basically, after my wife went to bed, it was like I like to watch something and just kind of just kind of zone out for at least like the first like forty five minutes, which which was exactly how long a Chuck episode is, right? So yeah. Uh, well, we still wait for Chalupa. I would do another one of these if Hell you yeah. want. You give me another recommendation, and I'll go to it, and I'll find one for you that uh, that won't be music this time. I'll think of something else. Hey, yeah, absolutely anything that you're into. I think that's pretty cool. I yeah. uh, I'm excited to see where this goes, and like I was saying in the chat, to see because uh, like I'm my hours are so fucking weird. If you and Chalupa <laughs> ever want to get together, and then just send me the file i'll edit it together but Mm -hmm. we definitely chalupa and i should at some point do one of these or just like pick a topic uh because like we we have a bunch of music stuff that like we've talked about for a while and you're welcome to be a part of it uh or you're welcome not to right um but we should chalupa and i should figure that shit out too yeah yeah, whatever format you guys feel like it fits with, you know, Couch Critics. Mm-hmm. Just fucking, I'll edit it together or whatever you guys want and toss it mm-hmm. up there. I like that, uh, I like that, like, show me yours. And then, like, we could have different things under show me yours. Like, for example, as I said, the, you know, one can be more long format. Yes. Where it's still, like, you gave me a recommendation, we all watched it, whatever. And then we could be show me yours quickie. <laughs> show me yours foreplay. Show me yours like. <laughs> well, and like I, I was thinking like, uh, what about there's a, a YouTube series called Space Janitors that somebody like obviously put a lot of love into and they did it for years and like mm-hmm. to to make anybody watch a season of it is a fucking chore. To go into a 15-minute episode, come in, talk about it for 10 minutes of like, oh, that's pretty cool that somebody tried something different or, ah, fucking sucked, but I didn't waste a lot of your time. I think that's a cool way of getting a lot of different media light. But then, like you said, doing the longer form where we're just fucking, everybody's psyched about it, know a lot. Yeah, no, I like that because there's as a same thing. Like I have YouTube series, like little ones that I watch that like, uh, like people probably don't care about, but I thought were fucking hilarious, and I would love to recommend. Like just watch one or two. Let me know what you think. Like well, you suck at Photoshop is one that like I absolutely loved, absolutely loved, and maybe it wasn't done by someone famous, but to me it sounds like it's like David Cross. <laughs> Firstly, it sounds to me like it was David Cross that did it. Well, and that's somebody that we could email, even like if we check it out and we like fucking everybody's digging it, then just we'll send them an email, see if they want to jump on an episode and talk to us about what they did. I think that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like that. 